Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today. So expect miracles. Your God loves you as much as he loves Jesus. We're continuing with our 10-day devotional. It is day five. So welcome to day five of our 10-day devotional. We're studying victory. So if you haven't already, you can go to Amazon, download the written part of this devotional. It's on Amazon, type in victory, a 10-day devotional by Carrick Butler II, and you'll be able to find the devotional. We designed faith in the morning and this devotional to go together so that you can renew your mind concerning God wants you to experience victory and build your faith so you can experience unprecedented victory in every single area of your life. So I'm looking forward to sharing with you today. But before we get into word, let's pray. Father, I thank you because you are good, because your mercy endures forever. I thank you that you daily load us up with benefits. I thank you that you are a shield for us. I thank you that you are our God and we are your people. I thank you you're the God who sees to it in our life. You're the God who provides for us. You are a shepherd. You are our healer. You're our protector. Your name's a strong tower. The righteous run in there safe and lift a high above the trauma and the terror that is in the world. I thank you that you're the God of all grace. I thank you that you're the God of peace. You're the God of restoration. You're the God of hope. You fill us with all joy and peace and believing. I thank you for who you are to us. And as we gather together in your name, although we may be divided by hundreds of miles in different countries, I thank you that we're gathered in your name and you are here in the midst of us. We welcome your presence into our places and our spaces, sir. Help us understand your word today. Grant us eyes to see, ears to hear, our heart receive, know, and understand what you have for us today so we can live the lifestyle of faith you've called us to live. So, Father, we thank you for this time together. We pray that it'll be profitable, that we'll see exactly what we need to see today so we can live how you want us to live. And we pray according to 1 Timothy chapter 2 for those who are in authority. We pray for the president, the vice president, the cabinet, the administration, the Supreme Court, the Congress, for our governors and our mayors, for every elected appointed official in this nation and every single nation that is watching. We lift them up to you, Father, and we pray that you grant them wisdom and understanding, that you lead them and guide them the way they should go, that they won't be so party conscious and caught up in political differences, but they'll do what's best for their nation above all things, put you first. We pray that you send labors across their path to minister the word to them in a way they can receive it. That you open up their hearts, ears, and eyes to receive from you. That you surround them with godly counsel, men and women full of faith, and of the Holy Ghost who advise them with us, saith the Lord. We pray that you speak to them even in dreams and in visions, and that they have encounters with you. We pray, according to your word, that you said the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, and he turned it where it should go. So we pray that you turn their hearts towards righteousness, and that they yield to the plan of God for their lives and for their nations, so that their nations may cooperate with your plan and great revival and awakening can take place. So we ask that you pour out your spirit, yes, upon us in a fresh way, but also upon the church in the at large and upon these nations so we can experience awakening and revival. We give you the glory for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Go with me to 1 Timothy chapter 6. 1 Timothy chapter 6. This is day five of our devotional. If you haven't downloaded the written portion of the devotional, you can find a link to it in the Faith Plus app, as well as finding it on Amazon. Victory, a 10-day devotional by Carrick Butler II. So go to 1 Timothy chapter 6. Verse 12 says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay a hold on eternal life, whereunto you are also called, and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. Fight the good fight. We talked about yesterday how you need technique for it to be a good fight. We talk about how we know it's a good fight because we win. We know the emphasis of here is on fight. 
Yes, we fight in faith, but the emphasis is let us know we need to fight. And as we fight, don't be intimidated by your enemy. Your enemy is not even in your class. Your enemy is not greater than you. How do I know that? Go to 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4. Verse 4 says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. The them here, by context, are talking about the spirits of the enemy, the spirits of the Antichrist. These are Satan's demonic forces. You've overcome them. Why? Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The greater one's on the inside of you. Say it with me. Say, the greater one is on the inside of me. If you're watching somewhere, you can put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Say, the greater one is on the inside of me. Say it one more time. Say, the greater one is on the inside of me. Because the greater ones on the inside of you, by association alone, it makes you greater than anything you're ever face in this life. You are an overcomer. You are more than a conqueror. So yes, you're fighting the good fight of faith. Yes, you have to show up on the battlefields of life. Yes, victory is a gift. And as you know these things, you know how much God loves you and you're establishing the truth of God's word. Remember the truth of God's word. Your enemy is not greater than you because the greater one is on the inside of you. And he made you greater than anything you'll face in this life. And so to fight the good fight of faith, we need technique. But also we need strength. We can think about any fighter, any boxer, any athlete for that match. And the strength training they go through so they're strong enough to compete at their level. And so in order to fight the good fight of faith, you need strength and technique. So go with me to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Let's look at verse 10. Let's look at how Paul is finishing this wonderful, beautiful letter to the church at Ephesus. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. This phrase, be strong, comes from a Greek word which talks about to increase in strength, to be empowered, to be infused with strength. It was also the same Greek word that was used to describe the myths of Hercules and of others who were empowered by the Greek gods to do supernatural feats that were beyond the ability of normal humans. So Paul is using this wonderful language to paint this picture in the mind of the Ephesians and those who read this letter that we have access to power that is beyond what is available to normal humans. Because we can think about, some of us know who Hercules is because of learning from him in school or seeing the Disney movie, that Hercules had strength and power to do things that most people could not do. And his strength was beyond what normal people needed because of the challenges he faced that he had to overcome. And so you may be thinking about the challenges in your life that seem great, the problems in your life that seem great, but you have access to power to handle that today. You are not limited to your own abilities. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That word power there for the second time means dominion. It means might. And the word for might means ability. You're not limited to your own ability. You have access to the ability of the almighty God. So you might think, well, you don't have enough power. You might think that you're disadvantaged. You may think your ability is not enough to handle what you have to face today. But guess what? The good news is you're not dependent on your own ability. You're not dependent on your own strength. You may say, well, you reached the end of your strength. Well, guess what? You can tap into the greater strength, the strength of the greater one, the Holy Spirit himself who lives on the inside of you. The strength and the power of the almighty, all-powerful God is available to you right now on the inside of you. Strength for the fight. 
Doesn't matter what you have to fight or what you have to deal with today, there's strength available to you. Say, there's strength available for me today. Come on, say, there's strength available for me today. Say, I tap into that strength. Come on, say it again. Say, I tap in to the strength of God. You have strength for the fight today. And where does it flow from? God. And he lives on the inside of you. The greater one's on the inside of you. And has made you greater than anything you'll face today. So here's something you need to remember. And something you need to know. It tells us in Daniel. It says, they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. That word know is speaking of relationship. Your strength and your power flows from your relationship with God. That's why reading the word, spending time in prayer, praise and worship, and listening to his voice, one of those reasons why you should do that, just one of them, this is where your strength comes from. This is where the power comes from. That's where your ability comes from. Those that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It flows from him. And when we think of God, of God, yes, he is on the throne. Yes, he is in heaven. But the scripture also tells us he's in you by the person of the Holy Spirit. So when you're praying today, stop imagining God so far away. He's going to say, well, forever hear you. No, he's with you. He said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. I tell you, he lives in you. He rests upon you. And he inhabits the praises of his people. And so if you want the room to shift and the presence of God to increase, spend time praising God. We're worshiping him. It also tells us, Acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths. So how do you acknowledge him? Father, I thank you. Father, I have a question. Father, what should I do about this? What are you doing? Acknowledging him and he'll direct your paths. You're tapping into his wisdom. You're tapping into his guidance. You're tapping into his power. All these things are made available to you. But by your faith, you access it. For those that know their God, those who have a relationship with them, will be strong and do exploits. And that's how it says in the King James. So we've talked about strength today, and we'll reference it again. But in the King James, it says do exploits, and the exploits is sometimes italicized. Why is that? Well, the translators put it there, and I do, it, do believe it helps us that we'll be able to do exploits far beyond what we've been able to do. But also, when you remove the exploits, it says those who know their God shall be strong and do. And so it leaves you a blank, so what, do what? What have you got to do today? What do you have to conquer today? What do you have to overcome today? What do you have to handle today? What do you have to face today that normally would intimidate you or make you back down or back away? Because you know God, you'll be strong and you can handle it. Because you know God, you'll be strong and you can do it. Because you know God, you can face it head on and fight the good fight of faith and win. Because you know God, you'll be strong and do exploits today. Because you know God, you'll be strong and be able to handle it today. So as Paul said, this wasn't even a recommendation. This is a command. Be strong in the Lord. Increase in strength. Be empowered with the might that flows from him. Connect to that power today. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You know, we'll get into this next week on day six. That he's telling you this so that you'll be able to fight. So you can be engaged with the enemy and win. So you can take on whatever shows up in your life. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. See, the power is not far away. It's on the inside of you. You just have to tap into it. You tap into it 
with your relationship with God, your conversations with Him. You tap into it by reading the Word and listening to the Word and being devotionals like this. You tap into it and going to the church and the Word being preached to you. You tap into it by spending time in prayer and praying in the Spirit. You tap into it through praise and worship. You tap into it. And as you do, that strength meter will go up, 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 up. The power will go up, 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 up. You'll be charged up more and more and more so that you can do whatever God's called you to do. So don't be focused on your own disability. Don't be focused on your own lack of strength. Don't be focused on areas people say you're disadvantaged. Because you know God, you'll be strong and do exploits. You're not limited to your natural ability. You're not limited to your upbringing, your background, who you know, what you've been through, your education, your experience. You're not limited to those things. You have access to the power of the Almighty God. So tap into that power today. You know, even Paul said, when I'm weak, I'm strong. Why? He realized his grace is sufficient. In other words, sufficient also means a wall. He says, his grace is a wall for me. He says, I rejoice and when I'm weak or I feel limited because so the power of Christ may rest upon me. So Paul knew that when he feels weak, that word also means when he feels needy. Have you ever felt needy? Feel like, man, I just need some extra help today. When you feel that way, choose to rejoice because you know the truth of God's word. Choose to think well of the situation. That's what Paul said. I glory and I think well of it. Not well of the bad things happen. I think well of what God's going to do. So you begin to rejoice. And how do you do that? Like we began in today's devotional. Father, I thank you. You remind yourself who he is to you. You remind yourself what his word says. And you sing songs that stir up your heart to praise God. Remember, gratitude is the gateway to victory. And as you give glory, as you give praise, not only will doors open for you, but you'll be strengthened so you can handle whatever comes your way. So fight the good fight of faith and win. Victory is a gift. Your God loves you as much as he loves Jesus. Handle what you need to handle today because you have access to the strength of the Almighty God. I love you so much. I look forward to continuing this devotion with you on Monday. If you haven't downloaded the devotion, the written portion on Amazon, do so today. You'll find a written, you'll find the link on the Faith Plus app, or you can go to Amazon right now and type in Victory a 10-day devotional by Kira Butler the second. Have a great weekend. God bless.